Good morning. It's Saturday, 11th of June. Had a small profit yesterday thanks to basketball where it seemed like we truly did have the box score a day early. Everything worked out exactly as planned, and that was profit for us, including the underdog play on Golden State outright. Uh, that mitigated some losses from baseball, but we had a small profit for the day. So let's move into baseball, and then we'll finish up with hockey where there's a, a game tonight. No basketball tonight. So baseball. going to start with St. Louis. St. Louis should win this. You got Hunter Green going for Cincinnati. Hit or miss pitcher. The last outing was a gem. Seven, seven innings, one hit, no walks, no runs, eight strikeouts. But you've got St. Louis with Wainwright here at home. By the way, being in St. Louis, that's going to give Hunter Green even more opportunity to have a nice outing. It's the pitcher's park. Wainwright at home here won't lose the game. However, I'm not willing to risk the run line win by two and I'm not willing to spend the minus 175 and up for St. Louis to get this game. So we got we got to cobble together bets to make it happen. We'll middle it. We'll take two same game parlays, one in each direction on the total. We'll get minus 120 on them. So St. Louis and over four and a half for the game at minus 120. St. Louis and under 12 and a half at minus 120. So we need five to 12 total runs to get this win. Obviously if it's an, a lower scoring than five or upper 13 and up, will split, provided St. Louis wins. But that's, that provision is the same risk as if I took St. Louis minus 175 and they lose, I'm, I'm losing another half unit, huh? a little bit over half unit on that, so I'm not going to do that. I'll take the extra risk from the total with the large, large window to get a middle on both and win them both. So that's what the, the play is there, St. Louis. Now move on to Houston. I have to go with the run line in Houston at home, even though the, the run line at home is a disadvantage, and I hesitate to do that as, when I can. This is too much to pass up for me. You've got Framber Valdez going on the mound for Houston. Solid, solid pitcher. Just gets it done day in and day out when he pitches against Braxton Garrett. One outing for the season, and it was not a good one. I don't know how he's going to... Think how, how the team feels is going to fare against Houston at home. It, it just won't work out well for them. We can't do anything but the run line on this. There's just no other value on it. I've got Houston at 4.8. Miami 3.53. It's enough for me to take that run line. The next bet, here you got one of the worst teams in baseball, Oakland, but they're throwing out on the mound one of the best pitchers in baseball in Frankie Montas. You know, he's not the name recognition that some of these guys have, like a Garrett Cole. I use as an example because he's a guy that he, he pitched like a like a turd in his last time out. So you never know what's going to happen. You can't put all the weight on the shoulders of the pitcher, but yet that's where it starts in baseball as a starting pitcher. Now, of course, the relievers are no good for Oakland because they've blown the last three games. Well, Oakland's had the last two or three games as winning to end their losing streak including last night, Jim by Blackburn, Paul Blackburn, eight innings, no runs. I mean, the guy was dealing, and he's a finesse pitcher. He's not a power pitcher. Now you've got a power pitcher in Montas. He might not be able to go eight innings because he's probably going to throw a little bit more pitches, most likely. Although against the opponent here, the way Cleveland's, their offense is slumping a little bit here. So he might be able to deal it all the way through. And you almost want him to do that so you don't have to show it to the relievers because they suck. Bad. Wow, they're bad. 
But anyway, the numbers would show, obviously, Cleveland, but that's because Oakland's lost 10 games in a row. The numbers are going to show that. You can only, you, you have to, you're basically eyeballing it and then taking the technical numbers that don't have opinions in them and flow in them to see what's going to happen. And Oakland should win this game, but I don't want to risk that. What I will risk, Oakland is 21-8 and eight on the run line on the road. They keep the games close because they have good starting pitching, and their relievers up to this point recently have been surprisingly effective, like Danny Jackson, those guys. A.J. Puck, surprisingly effective. Now they're struggling a little bit lately here. But anyway, that 21-8, and 21-8 and eight on the run line on the road, that's very, very playable. So we're going to do Oakland plus one and a half and under 11 and a half for the game and the same game parlay at minus 115. So, yeah, you could take Oakland outright to win, and I like that. I really do. I think this is situationally set up for them. I really do. And obviously the run line in itself is very solid, but you're paying way too much juice because of Oakland's bullpen. You cannot do that. That's ridiculous. But you mix it up with under 11.5 and and assume that Oakland still can't hit their way out of a paper bag. Cleveland's offense struggling. It'd be hard-pressed to see these two teams get to 12 against, especially with with Montas pitching for Oakland. It's just hard to do. So give me Oakland plus 1.5 on the under on that adjusted under at minus 115, and that's a great bet. All right, let me get to the two-and-three-leg two, two three leg parlays here, and that'll give away what I'm doing in hockey, but I'm going to talk about that in greater length. So I'll take the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Houston Astros to simply win their games at plus 107, and I'll do the three-legger, those same two bets, but I'll add the St. Louis Cardinals and do it at plus 228. Yeah, you could add Oakland plus one and a half instead of the Cardinals money line, and you'd be virtually the same exact bet. The odds, the juice would be almost exactly the same. I do feel like St. Louis, just to win at home, makes more sense than betting on Oakland's bullpen because that's the risk of the Oakland game is their bullpen. Again, the positive side of that is the road team, you're, you're ahead or even tied, and you've got the good pitching, starting pitching going. I'm, I'm going back to this a little bit as to explain some of that. Cleveland's game is won once they get to a one-run lead. So Oakland's well, it's exactly what happened last night, another run-line win for Oakland. So they're winning 2 to nothing, going to the bottom of the ninth. It's a 2 to nothing game, and their closer gives up three runs. The only way they lose that run-line bet, of course, if it's a tie game, going into the end of the ninth, bottom of the ninth is if they end up with men on base and then a home run. And Oakland's pitchers, they bring people to their bullpen that are not uh, throwing up home run balls. They're not fly ball pitchers. They, they, they like what they put on their team is ground ball type pitchers because they want to play a, you know, a grinded out type game on their pitching side. So, in any event, and that just makes common sense for the lack of offense that they have. You're not going to win a game if your pitchers are giving up home runs. That goes for anything, but you might be more willing to put a pitcher on your team who may give up home runs but also 
throws together some gems. Now and again, Oakland can't afford to do that in the bullpen. So they don't have, well, with the exception of, uh, he's not even a home run guy, but Lou Trevino, who they've had for years, assuming that he's going to be the next closer. And basically he's been an unreliable bum. So I don't think he'll be on the team too much longer. All right. So anyway, Tampa Bay, Houston, and St. Louis, I think is a slightly better bet than Tampa Bay, Houston, and Oakland plus one and a half because of bullpen scenarios. But I tried to explain why I like the Oakland plus one and a half bet. Hopefully I did that. Now let's get on to NHL with Tampa Bay. Now Tampa Bay should win this. They lost the first two in New York. They have won in the last three. Two at home, one in, one in New York, and now they're back home. This is where you close it out. You don't want to go back to New York for game seven, tied up at three. That's not going to work for a team that's trying to get back to the Stanley Cup finals for the third third year in a row, which hasn't been done for about 40 years. Edmonton Oilers did it in the mid-'80s, early to mid-'80s, 83, 85, I believe it was. you got to win this one at home. So what can you do? Well, my initial reaction, and I think I mentioned this in the podcast, was to take Tampa Bay on the money line because it would go up. I'm pretty sure I said that, although it might have been a rough draft that I had to cut out because it got too long. But in any event, uh, Tampa Bay minus 180 is still available. I think it's 181 now in a few books. As of as of this very moment, you could get it. You could have gotten it a little bit better earlier, and now it's up as high as minus 200. It's still a good bet. It still has value. But it's not the best way to play this if you're, if you're at the 200 mark. But I'm going to get two units down on this. So you, you haven't heard me do a lot of two units lately. It's not completely rare for me. I just haven't done a lot of them lately. And I want to make sure that I say this. Just because I'm saying this is the best bet I've had in a while doesn't mean you should put your whole bankroll on something. And again, I know this is preaching to the choir for the majority of you guys. But just for people that are recreationally doing it, don't put, if you're, maybe you're only betting 100 or 200 bucks for your whole bankroll. Don't put it all on one game ever. Don't ever do that because anything can happen. If that doesn't matter to you, that it's just fun money. It's different than instead of you going out to a steakhouse and moving a steakhouse, you're going to bet on this game. All right, fine. You know, I can't argue with you. This is a good bet. But anyway, here's what I'm going to do. I have four different bets to get to that two units. So it's not all or nothing. But, of course, it does lead to Tampa Bay winning. If Tampa Bay doesn't win the game, then it's two units gone. All right. One half of one unit, Tampa Bay on the money line. So I had it at minus 180. Actually, it's a little bit better than that when it first came out. But you might pay as much as minus 200 on that. But half unit on Tampa Bay to win full game money line. No wonky business. The next half of a unit is Tampa Bay to win by two. But I'm getting that at plus 150. So we got some plus money, but you got to win by two. Now, that's not been that hard to do here in the, in the hockey playoffs because of the empty net goal. Again, this is a situation where you're going to pull your goalie earlier, even if it's a good one, such as Shesterkin for the Rangers. If they're behind, if, if they're ahead, hey, this is all, like I said, it's a lost cause. But if they're behind, the Rangers are behind, no matter how good your goalie is, they're going to probably have to pull that goalie a little earlier to get it done, you, you don't want to risk too many chances of do you pull them with one minute left? You're down three to two and you pull them with one minute left. That's not enough time probably to get this game done. You've got to get this thing tied up. So Tampa Bay to win with margin is makes a lot of sense. Now, there's another option between these first two bets, by the way. You could take the regulation line, 60-minute line, three-way line. I mean, it, it depends what book you're at, how they, they label it. But the bottom line is regulation 
no overtime. If it goes to overtime, you lose the bet. But if they win in the first 60 minutes, three 20-minute periods, you win your bet, and you're only risking minus 110. There, the, the bonus on that, obviously, is if Tampa Bay actually loses. If, you, if you're convinced that you should bet on Tampa Bay, but the Rangers actually come out and upset them, you've only risked minus 105, minus 110, I believe is what it was when I was looking. I cited against that again because, yeah, there's a chance it goes to overtime. There really is because, again, the Rangers, they were eliminated if they lose this. All right. The other side, though, is I thought there's probably a greater chance that they that Tampa Bay wins by two rather than uh, going to overtime. And again, obviously, in this situation, if the Rangers went out right, you didn't even pay the minus 110. You were plus 150. So that's even better scenario if Tampa Bay doesn't win. But again, that's not my plan. So Tampa Bay money line for half a unit. Tampa Bay uh, puck line. I don't know if I call it run line early. I, when I crisscross between hockey and baseball, sometimes it probably comes out as a as a slip of the tongue. But Tampa Bay and then Tampa Bay on the puck line. And then Tampa Bay, these are going to be the same game parlay actions. I'm going to take Tampa Bay to win, full game money line, so it can go to overtime if we have to, and under 7.5 at minus 130. Again, still better than minus 180, minus 200. And then I'll take Tampa Bay to win and over three and a half at minus 115. So again, you can go all the way to overtime. And if you're getting to overtime, the three and a half is no longer relevant. But what I'm doing there is the scenario where we had uh, three to one in the last game. So that wins. And then this under seven and a half, that one's pretty easy to figure out. Obviously, you can go overtime tied three all. If it's three to two game, Say the Rangers tied up, take it to overtime. Now he's got to get Tampa Bay to win it in overtime, and obviously it's a maximum of four to three. So that's the play. Two full units, Tampa Bay money line, Tampa Bay puck line, Tampa Bay parlay with under seven and a half, and Tampa Bay parlay with over three and a half. So anything four, five, six, or seven, total score wins those two bets. If we have a super low scoring or super high scoring game, then... Um, you know, we're still going to get half of that bet as long as Tampa Bay wins. So that's the plays today. Best of luck.